0: Poisson. Later, Madame Etoile. Later, still, Mistress of the 15th, Uncrowned Queen of France. Actress, artist, musician, dancer, courtesan, fantastic
1: gardener. Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Linda. I'm Juliana. And this is episode nine of the Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast. This week, we're talking about season two, episode four, The Girl in the Fireplace, and episode seven, The Idiot's
0: Lantern. Tish and I are your seasoned Hoovians, and Linda is our resident new Hoovian. Woohoo! Woohoo! We're skipping Ooh. ahead.
1: I think we should mention. We, we do know that we're skipping ahead two episodes. Mm-hmm. We skipped the uh, two parter five and six so that we could keep it as a two parter for the podcast. And um, episode seven, it's just kind of a one off, it's not related to anything else, so we figure we could just put these two together. And keep our two-parters together. And this way, I think we're, you said we're set for our two-parters working out to like season Hopefully, six or yes. something around there. So. We won't have any more of these uh, switcheroos or three-parters. Yeah. It, it all lines it up nicely easier, for the so. podcast. Thank you, uh, Doctor Who people, for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> putting your it. two-parters in good uh, order. Good order, yeah. Uh, Alright, so let's get started with some Who news. Something fun. I have something fun. This isn't very new. always have something fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, this isn't new. I've heard about it, but I finally uh, remembered it and uh, watched it so that we could talk about it. Um, It's a little web series called The Doctor Puppet, which is little adventures with the doctor. Adorable. Like stop motion animation with a little like, I don't want to say puppet. It sounds like a sock puppet, but like a little model. Yeah. Um, it's super cute. It was cute. I watched, like, cool. all the episodes. It's, like, a little adventure where he keeps running into his past for generations. So I you get really excited see, <laughs> at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you kind of get to see all the doctors, like, in their little puppet form. And it's actually, like, a little mystery. And I'm, like, waiting for the next one to come out. I don't know if doing anymore like I'm (laughs) it's really cute and it's actually is the mystery not solved at the end no oh you don't even know it's ongoing still it's kind of random have you met all versions of yourself um I think maybe just one is left but there's like a mystery going on that's not done anyway it's really good super cute like really good animation stop motion but also animation Uh, The first episode uh, was on the Nerdist YouTube, and then the rest is on their channel, uh, but the link will be in the blog post that goes with this episode, so you can check it out. It's really awesome.
0: I have Doctor Who news, not news. Um, uh, Mostly it was just um, Moffat and other various producers and related people to Doctor Who talking about... A possibility of some characters returning. Um, they've talked. I know Moffat was um, talking in one of the articles that will be on the blog about the possibility of River returning. Yay! Uh, one of the examples. I think Russell T Davies even like weighed in and said mm. like that'd be good if they yeah. brought River back and stuff. And uh, it was said that Capaldi and uh, Alex Kingston. Kingston <laughs> I was like, Kninsky, that's not right. That <laughs> <laughs> um, Capaldi and Kingston would be like
1: super hot and sexy together. So, it yeah. <laughs> could be interesting. I just love River. I would love a shoe come back and be I with know. another doctor. Well, that's the glory of Doctor Who is
0: just because you die, you can always just go to a part in their timeline.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> and in that article, um, Alex Kingston makes the point that the sonic screwdriver that you see her with at the end of her life story, spoilers Linda, um, <laughs> is not the screwdriver that we've seen yet. <gasps> yeah. So she has not met him for the second last, last time. time. Yet. Yeah. Uh, so it's, that's exciting. I think that, that would be really, really fun. fun. I'd be excited. And,
0: um, there's also, this is really just talk. There's nothing, I want to make it very clear, like, this is not, <laughs> like, in the works. But it's also been, um, talked about if, if, uh, what, could they bring Jack back? And my answer is bring Jack Dad. back always bring yes. Jack back <laughs> um and uh John Barrowman's been like yeah I wanna go back and oh, yeah. they talk about how like the love of Jack just like will not die it's very strong it's very passionate fan base the, <laughs> and
1: along he's so great even if you only watch Doctor Who and you haven't seen him in Torchwood like he's you still love him. one of your favorite he's, characters he's great I know So um, I kind of I hope for both of those. I would love to see him with this new doctor because this new doctor has less of a sense of humor. I know,
0: and he's like older, and yeah, yeah, be
1: interesting, interesting,
0: for sure. And um, sorry, do you have more to add? No. But Jack, Jack's coming back. (laughs) Jack's not. (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna say like him and Clara. Can we just what? Just Clara's about like that. clever. I feel like you know what I mean. Not as like mm. free loving as like Rose, or mm. but I don't know. That'd be interesting. But it could be like
1: not Clara if he comes yeah. back. Yeah, that's true. A, a like,
0: well, and that's another thing. Um, there's a, there'll be an article in the blog where they talk about because um, Jenna Coleman was going to leave this season, right? And then she decided she wasn't leaving this season, so she's back. And so they're like, are these the last episodes? And, like, no one knows when she's, when, well, mm. that Clara will end. Because, like, she's going on, like, she'll be as long as um, Karen Gillan and mm-hmm. Billy Piper at this point after this season.
1: Right? Yeah. Or longer. So there's half of season seven, and then she did and eight. eight and this will be 9
0: Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Is there a companion on the horizon? Mm-hmm. And, uh, the last thing is just a little, link. Um, that talks about in 1986 they were actually considering a female lead to play the Doctor.
1: I think... Has been thought of before, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My thing about that is when everyone said that when Capaldi was being cast and people were saying, let's finally have a woman, whatever, my issue was just that he's regenerated, like, 12 times now. He's not going to suddenly be a woman. Like, he's still... A character, like a person, yeah. But he yeah. has a gender identity. I think it'd be
0: weird as a woman. Like we're all for women on TV. Yeah, um, it's not. But yeah, I don't know. It it's just, just he,
1: his character. He's like he's regenerated to, twelve times and he's stayed a man. You'd have to change like
0: so much about the character, like yeah. way more than just in a regular regeneration. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like
1: I wouldn't be able to
0: connect as easily because like, he would be so yeah. Old. He'd be a she. but
1: if I they don't. had done that back in the classic series and kind of established How, yeah, that, that occasionally that. he might be a she then that would be fine to do that occasionally but at this point he's literally like on his last ge- regeneration it would just be like stupid to change a major thing like that about him the character agreed he could swing it though yeah.
0: yeah you never know I mean well I just think like I think I don't know. But, like, female companion, he's had male companions, because I think a male companion might be interesting. hmm Um, and he's had some of those, so it wouldn't be, like, totally... Usually yeah. has a female
1: as well, but...
0: Yeah. But, like, he In the old series, he, there's, like, a
1: boy or whatever that was with him. hmm I'm off, like... I don't know. Considering it, like, the idea of it, of being able to switch genders, like, that's cool. I just think it's too established now...
0: Yeah, I would he's, agree. He's could, just not going to change. I can see a change in race easier than a change in gender.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can see a change in race like that. So. Or we've changed ages drastically. Yeah. Like, all that stuff. But I think, at this point, he he's has a, a gender. Dude. Like, let he's, him have his gender. Yeah. We, like, the, he's mentioned briefly, like, other Time Lords that have occasionally been a woman or something. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's cool. But okay, we know that can happen. Seem to be into that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just, like, people, like... They can have their gender identity at yeah. one end of the spectrum or the other or they can kind of be somewhere in between. So yeah. this Time Lord is clearly choosing to be male I all agree. the time. You so. could pull a Caitlyn Jenner and just decide once he's 50 to like, turn <laughs> into a woman. I mean, once he's like 5,000. Okay. Yeah, I think same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's totally possible. Just yeah, saying. I don't know, but like, he's had so many opportunities what to change. What if he was a
0: red-headed woman? <laughs> oh,
1: <Whoa>, man. <laughs> Finally a ginger, <laughs> but... Yeah. And he's just lying to himself the entire time. He was oh my gosh, jo- Time Lord, gender, identity crisis! Spent <sighs> so a whole season on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I just, I like the Doctor being... <laughs> don't switch doctor. him! Nah, I don't think they're gonna do that. I just don't because so it's after either. all this time, they're not gonna just throw that in. You know, introduce but, another Time Lord that does that, maybe that would be fun. But... yeah. I agree well and they've done it with an, and without giving too much away to Linda
0: they have done it with another yes. Time Lord like I said he's mentioned it we have have seen it yeah <laughs> so that's I, and that's why I think partially that they did it with that character right so
1: yeah cause we're yeah that made sense though to me that wasn't
0: I know but that's what I'm saying is like I'm cool with that and so now we've done it and we've seen it and then let's move yeah
1: on. we know it's an option <laughs> that's cool that's enough for me um okay (laughs) let's get on to it uh our question to answer this week which historical figure would you want to go back and meet because we're about to discuss madame de pompadour an historical (laughs) figure so which historical figure would you want to go back and meet
0: i would want to go back and meet dr emily howard stowe and or nelly mcclung um, two of the famous five women who fought for suffrage here in Canada. woo Julian this is the ball of <laughs> fun! <laughs> uh, well, Dr. Um, Stowe was actually the first female doctor in Canada, so, like, that's pretty impressive. Serious. yeah. And awesome. Nellie McClung hosted all the, like, um, mock parliaments and stuff, and I'm, like, really fascinated by those and always oh, have yeah. wanted to, like, take part in one of those. And they did so much work for women's rights and women's suffrage, and they got us the vote, so... Or, you know, somebody fun, like Cleopatra, <laughs> that you just, like, party with and drink lots of wine.
1: That would <laughs> Um, I, <laughs> being, <laughs> liking to, uh, answer things weird, I said Jesus, <laughs> assuming that he was even real. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I don't believe Jesus was an actual person, so that was just kind of an interesting answer. More realistically, um. The person was based off of? I feel like you yeah. would have some serious stories to tell. I know. I just don't feel like there's actually, like, this person named Jesus. But to go back to that time yeah. and see what was actually going on, that would be interesting. As far as, like, an actual, specifically person. Um, but my other answer... I don't think there was a Robin Hood either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my other kind of answer would be, um, Audrey Hepburn. Because I just think she was a really nice person. She's and I awesome. would just like learn a lot just being around her and like she's so kind and generous and, and beautiful yeah and beautiful <laughs> and um just yeah i think we can like, get along she's like really like an introvert as well she always needed her alone time she just seems like a really nice person and yeah also 60s that would be fun <laughs> would hells, be yeah. Fun. all right linda i chose jim morrison yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on oh, baby oh let my fire Leasing of the Doors. A lot Sexiest of drugs. right? <laughs> I can chill with him. Yeah, man. That'd be <laughs> awesome. We would take some rides in the desert together or something. That'd be... That's a good one. Right? I didn't even think of, like, music. music I know. I'm not good with historical figures. I don't really... Fucking think pick the that. suffragettes. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, thinking about your guys' answer. I'm like, oh, that's so good. Like, just a female character? Like, nah, I just want to party. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was way more fun. <laughs> all right, let's get on to our historical figure uh, in the episode. Uh, Season 2, episode 4, The Girl in the Fireplace. And there's a girl in the fireplace. Ooh. There's also a doctor in the fireplace. True. Um, Even Rose and Mickey. Yeah, the they fire- looked all on the side. Yep. Yeah. Uh, was May 6, 2006, written by Stephen Moffat, who we all know. Um... <laughs> The Doctor, Mickey, and Rose land on a spaceship in the 51st century, only mm-hmm. to find 18th century Versailles on board. The time of Madame de Pompadour! To find out what's <laughs> going <Adamatine>. on. <laughs> well, she, she lived, so she had a time. To find out what's going on, the Doctor must enter Versailles and save Madame de Pompadour, but it turns into an emotional roller coaster for the Doctor. That's not accurate. Uh, he has like no emotions this whole episode. It should be an emotional roller coaster, but it's I not. I have so many issues. We've already started the ranting. <laughs> it has begun. Okay, should we just kind of get through kind of the episode and then, yeah, quickly I think get into our Let's problems. Just, yeah. Okay, I'll try and save them for the end. Okay. <laughs> So, they land on the spaceship. I'd say that Rose seems a lot happier about having Mickey around yes. than she did yes. when she, she gets to first show him, like him the ropes For sure. I yeah. think, like, you know,
0: he, like, came in and she's like, okay, this is okay. Yeah, we don't, get to have Mickey. And maybe she kind of rethought it and was like, you know what? Like, doesn't he deserve some fun? Yeah.
1: We don't know what's been going on since, between the last episode and this episode. I have threesome. like,
0: is that they Trump. may have already <laughs> had
1: some adventures and now she's used to him being around.
0: They haven't, because he said, it's
1: a spaceship. Oh, like, first yeah. first time I got a spaceship. Sorry. First. Good one. Okay. Okay, but she is, <laughs> like, happy to, like, have him <laughs> there. Yeah, for sure. And but they I, seem chill. We've obviously
0: been on the TARDIS, though, for, like, more than two seconds. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, her attitude is, like, 180 degrees.
1: Well, her yeah. and Mickey definitely boned. Oh, yeah. On the TARDIS. Definitely. She had TARDIS sex. I was reading someone else's recap of the episodes <laughs> and, um, she was writing about the, uh, the werewolf episode and she wrote that, um, that they have definitely had sex, Rose and the doctor, because they were being so, like, intimate and, like, cutesy and, like, touching each other and I was like... I, I don't get that at all. I never think that they have sex because their relationship, while they love each other so much, on Rose's end, she always feels like she wants more and she's that she's not getting. They do, right? If they right? Were boning, like, she yeah, would be, yeah.
0: like... Russell T. Davies has written, like, Rose is, like, the doctor's girlfriend, but I still mm. don't think, like... And that's fine with me. I still don't think they have sex. Oh, no. I don't think so. Like, he doesn't even really his, say, she, I love you. Yeah. Him. She is his girlfriend, but it's not, it's a
1: different relationship. It's like they're in love with each other, but they're not sexual yeah. at all. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I just don't get the. Yeah, it's just, that's they completely flirt, off the but table. But it, it's
0: not, it never goes beyond that.
1: Although. Well, well, you know. I don't know. I don't I know. know. Like, now it's yeah, okay. We'll yeah, say that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Linda's <laughs> like, what happened? Linda, you gotta catch up so we can talk about everything. Hey. <laughs> One um, thing in particular. Okay, so they're on the spaceship, and he goes through another thing that Sonic can do: light a candle. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't it be able to? Cause Sonic means sound. How does sound start it a candle? <laughs> that it can do though. Like, why is that any more like? Should you just go the magic it, it can light <laughs> a candle wick, like, but it doesn't do wood.
0: <laughs> he goes through a magic door and lights a candle with his magic screwdriver. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. The frequency of the sonic waves can also okay. light fire. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's like turns it back in time to when it was lit. Oh, okay. A little, yeah. a little time warp right around the candle. <laughs> I have to explain everything. <laughs> um, so there's something under the bed. He's scared of a broken which clock Is taking. Uh, yeah. That was scary the cloth's like, broken what's that nice. I like that Yeah. classic Moffat turning like childhood fears like ordinary things um, yeah. like statues and things under the bed into terrifying yes very much classic Moffat classic
0: Moffat and again he's like when he sees it he's like oh, oh you're beautiful again it is something that, it is beautiful but I I'm just saying it. like again yeah. you're like oh something that's gonna try and kill me you're beautiful and then he puts on his glasses
1: because he's no, wor- he's never worried about things actually killing yeah, he cuts him. He on his glasses. And he puts on his glasses. <laughs> I love these things. I love their like creepy masks and like Victorian love. I, know, I, when I love their clockwork villains. inside. It's very like steampunk. What and, are they, like, they called cool. again? I don't know what they have. Do a they name have, have a name? Them. Juliana. Clockwork Ro- robots. robots? <laughs> mm-hmm. some sort of- I think they just call them some sort of robots. I don't know. <laughs> Teleporting um, clockwork robots. <laughs> I love the way they teleport. It looks like coins. Yeah. mm -hmm. And that sound, I love that. I love these They're one of my favorite villains, actually. They're, like, beautiful and, like, super cool. And the ticking thing is really cool and (sighs) creepy. Yeah, I love it. Um, I just noted that Rose looks super cute in this episode. She's got a t-shirt and jeans and her hair is really wavy. But I just think she looks like, sometimes she wears kind of, like, weird things. Or, like, kind of, like... At the first season, she was always wearing, like, a hoodie and, like, baggy, baggy jeans. I know, she looks better. She, she looks, I just noticed that when she was walking around. I'm like, you look super cute, Rose. Super she cute. She was I, exploring the closet. <laughs> She's trying yeah. to look cute for the doctor. And Mickey. And, and Mickey. <laughs> she got a lot to look cute She's got to look cute. Um, I love, like, when
0: he, after the first time he goes in, and Rose and Mickey wander off, as Rose is asked to do, do, and he comes yep. back out, and I love his, like, ranting, don't wander off speech, but then it as we'll get to when we're done talking about the episode, why do you care?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like like 10% cares. I know, and by now he always tells them not to wander off and they always do. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as he leaves, she's like, time to go. He's like, but he said not to wander off. She's like, yeah, I did. And then they go. <laughs> she's like, That's code for. Take a look around, Rose. Yeah, that's exactly what it well it is, because
0: Rose is yeah. smart and Rose handles herself. Like Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. Sometimes the doctor needs to save her. But it's because she's like learning and exploring and figuring shit out. Yeah. But also like he left them and then came back and it was like five hours later. Are you just supposed to sit in the same spot for five hours? Well, I mean, is. we
1: thought he was gonna be gone forever, so five hours it seems like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but still um, then he's like always wait five and a half hours. I like, know. fuck you. Uh, it's like a biomechanical spaceship. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like eyeballs and hearts and mm-hmm. that's the whole point of they they need her brain.
1: You think they, they do it because, because the spaceship is named after her.
0: Yeah. Which is a clever little thing added in at the end. At the end, that was yeah, You were like, that's why they were looking uh, for her. Yeah. But it makes sense. They explain it. But the doctor will never know.
1: So mm-hmm. You can see the outside of the ship. We know something the doctor there's, does there's, doesn't. I've it comes never up again. It. I forget when. But we see that ship again. Or maybe it's another like Marie Antoinette or somebody ship. Mm, I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember. I can't it. remember when. But it's a, it's a thing. Apparently it's a thing to name ships in the 51st century after 17th or 16th century French people French noble mistresses wives whatever
0: um are we just gonna like rest the doctor's feelings and discuss that at the end yes okay let's
1: talk about something fun the horse the horse is Arthur Arthur the horse
0: no no not a horse how did you
1: know his name he says, he, he's, said, he says oh. Arthur. She's like, who's Arthur? He's like, the horse. And she's like, you're not, you're not keeping, keeping the, the horse. horse. He's oh, yeah. like, I let you keep Mickey. <laughs> I know. Mickey the tin dog. Mickey so the horse. <laughs> <laughs> poor Mickey. It's like. So just that was so cute. He's just like, accepts it's his horse. Like this. Part I'm of his sure life. he has stables in the TARDIS. Yeah, he oh. does. If he doesn't, he can, the TARDIS make will make them. them. Why make not,
0: them. not keep Arthur?
1: Be handy. <laughs> It's just so cute. You're not keeping the whole <laughs> no, They're such like a know. married couple now. You know. So adorable. Um um he does a like a Vulcan mind build thing. with yeah. I was like, Since when is that yeah. a thing? I know. It was Does just, he have mm, he does it again? Does he it? ever do that again? I wanna say he does it maybe with I feel like it's the same type Lord.
0: of thing he did when he was um Can we talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm going back. So, yes. I feel like it's the same type of thing he did when he was kissing the TARDIS out of Rose. Mm,
1: Some sort of physical connection. Physical mind mind link. Yeah. I think it's, like, related. It's just all of a sudden, like, this is a thing I do. I know. (laughs) And I'm like, what? It's part of being a time lord. And then (laughs) they were like, this is why you
0: likes her because she's so smart. Once a door is open, you can step both ways through it. I'll I'm give like,
1: her that. That's I'll give her yeah. like That's the only time where I'm like, they have a connection. I know. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's, focus, let's keep on <laughs> the fun stuff. Uh, the drunk doctor? Love I'm drunk scared. doctor. Dr- doctor should always be yeah. drunk. Oh my god. He just comes in singing with his martiniers, drink or whatever he's got. Didn't he have his, the like, tie? Banana daiquiri. tie his around his head. He messed the
0: banana daiquiri a couple oh, centuries earlier. Oh, yeah, early. yeah, yeah. Always bring a banana to a party.
1: <laughs> he wasn't actually drunk, though, right? No.
0: no.
1: I think, like, he had
0: been that night. He was obviously
1: party- partying. He was while partying while Rose is being yeah. attacked by robots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say something, I get, like, upset, and I'm like, um, wait till the end. <laughs> any more fun stuff? The rest of my notes are just um, um, uh, angry. Uh, he does that whole thing again where he's like, we can't use the
0: TARDIS because we're part of events. Ugh. No, you're not. You're in a, in a different <laughs> century.
1: Explanation.
0: Yeah. Um, and I his entrance on the horse was pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Through the window? That mm-hmm. was pretty good. You but we don't like the reason he did that, so... Oh. No. <laughs> um, okay, I think I'm ready to talk about Anything it. Anything else, Linda? Are you ready um, to be angry? Yeah, I'm not ready. Are you as angry as no, we are? I don't think so. No? You think it's okay that he just abandoned them and wanted to just hang out with this woman in the 1700s? Um, it, I feel like it didn't bother me as much as it did Oh my you guys. I am massively <laughs> upset by this, and I like I somehow always knew he would come back to them.
0: And I... Well... I did, too, in terms of, like, that's how the
1: show works. you yeah. send that sneaky Dora in the fireplace? Extra fireplace, yeah. I was like, ugh. I mean, yeah, as yeah. you're watching a show like this, whenever someone's, like, in danger, you're like, well, they're not gonna die, they're the main character. There's nine but seasons but about them. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I... My issue is just... back on it, my like, My not
0: even, will he come back? My issue is, why does he even... Like her. Like, like, okay, he's known her for five minutes. In his time, it's been, like, five minutes. It's been, like, the length of the episode. I understand it's been her whole life, but he barely knows this woman. And, like, he has, they've spent, like, a season and a half establishing Rose's connection with the doctor. Mm -hmm. And her connection with David Tennant's doctor has been particularly strong. Mm -hmm. And then it
1: was, like, he just doesn't even, he never mentions Rose in this entire episode. He just keeps- goes back and forth, like, not even caring what they're doing on the spaceship. He's just, like, so excited to get back to the school. Partying
0: while they're getting chopped into little pieces. Partying- yeah. Like,
1: like, I've uh, said this before about the Doctor and historical characters, like, why does he care about Earth, quote-unquote, historical characters? But, like, even taking that into account, fine, he has a thing for historical names, characters why her she hasn't even done anything and he says the things that she's done like she fucking invented something or discovered something or made some sort of amazing thing just because she's an artist and a painter and a singer and an actress like those are amazing things that no one else has done i haven't even heard of madame de pompadour before watching this yeah neither had i I, I it upsets me so much. I feel
0: like it goes back on everything that they've built up between Rose and the Doctor this episode. And yeah. it upsets me because it's actually an episode if I if I take that out, it's an episode structurally and in terms of like villain and stuff, I really enjoy. It. Yeah, it's a good episode. But his feelings don't make sense. Don't make in the sense continuity. with his character. No.
1: He doesn't I don't
0: understand. <laughs> he doesn't
1: do it. He and leaves like, the TARDIS okay. even without like companion. He goes with companions, <laughs> but he leaves the TARDIS. And, my,
0: and at the end, okay, he goes back. They,
1: he knows they can't fucking fly the
0: TARDIS. The only time Rose has ever flown the TARDIS, she like sucked it into her and almost <laughs> died. You know. And he was like, he doesn't even think about like, oh, how, how are Rose and Mickey, they're on a ship that isn't moving, and clearly there's no crew left, and there's no food, and they're gonna fucking die. Yeah. And he's just and like, and your TARDIS oh. will wither away into nothingness. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm done.
1: And like, meanwhile, he's hanging it with Renette, and he's just like, oh, stuck on the slow path with you. Like, not thinking about why he's stuck on the slow path, because he left the fucking TARDIS. I mean, you could chuck it up to his general like confidence. Like, where he's talking about, he sees something dangerous, he's like, "Oh, it's beautiful," because he knows yeah, he's but not really danger. Different, I know, but yeah, I don't think he really knew that there would be another way. Or maybe just in the back of his mind, he's always like, "I'll always get out of situations." Yeah, that's, that's what but, I think
0: it is.
1: And then he wants to bring her with them. Yeah, I get that. He's always picking up strays.
0: I really, really hate his like.
1: I, I just, I don't think it goes uh, with his character I at all. I know, I fa-
0: it really upsets. Every time I watch this, I'm always like, awesome episode. And then as soon as he's like, oh, Renette. And I'm like, okay. And they kiss. And they I kiss.
1: anyone. Like, that's know, a big so thing happy. about Doctor Who. Well, and
0: that was a really big thing. Like, when he, when um, Eccleston and um, Billy Piper, when they kissed at, like, the end of season one, mm-hmm. it was, like, a really big really deal.
1: Because the Doctor yeah. don't kiss nobody. No. He kisses uh, his uh, companion in that movie, the Doctor movie. (gasps) Yeah, he does. I knew that. Actually, and it's like a big deal because it is a romantic kiss. Yeah, well, and And, which is not how the Doctor rolls. I think it kind of was with Rose too. Yeah, he was kind of like an excuse to (laughs) kiss Rose. It was like intimate, but I would not say it was like sexual. No, I would agree. But this was like he was like, Yeah, I just got kissed by Madame De Pompadour. I I'm like who I mean, the fuck that is pretty girl. Rose is dying. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Why don't you care about her anymore? It's so weird. I feel like we
0: just saw this happen to Sarah J and you just found a new model. Mm. Yeah, it's
1: so weird. But it really upsets me character wise. Like it's so out of character that he's just so I'm happy to okay be on the slow path with her. Well, it sort of makes sense after just watching,
0: um, the last episode where Sarah Jane is like, you know, he's he's gonna dump you. Yeah. And then he dumps her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but it was, with Sarah Jane, it also, like, he talks a lot about, like, well, you know, everyone died,
1: and, like, although, like... So he's like, I'll stay here and watch you die, Renette. The time,
0: (laughs) and the time war was not immediately after Sarah Mm Jane, but... He talks a lot about that, and I think any, you know, shit kind of happened. I don't think it was purposely, like, I'm dumping you, and I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, I don't know, just and to- it's not like him to just leave Rose in a situation that she clearly can't get out of.
1: He's always so worried about He's her. He's so
0: concerned about her safety, and, like, he promised Jackie to, like, do his best to make sure she didn't die. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know.
1: It was just so weird for his character, out so of character, to just disregard her and be so like in love and obsessed with this woman who's I done know. absolutely nothing and he doesn't even know. We've been so bored with her in like a day and a half.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, have we ranted enough? I'm done. We've really? made our point. Okay. Oh, we wait five and a half hours. Okay. This
0: is a good thing about. That's the only good thing about her, though, right? She sends them back. She knows he can't do the slow path.
1: Yes, that was one redeeming quality is that the only thing I like about her is that she knows enough to send him back. Yeah. Which is good. She knows because she's been dealing... One check
0: for Madame de Pompadour. Because
1: she's been dealing with this mysterious man her whole life, only a few times, but throughout her life, she kind of already knows, like, he doesn't belong here. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I'd love to hang out with him, he doesn't belong here. Yeah. And then I'm glad she died, or he got back too late. <laughs> I'm kind of glad she died too, of old age, though, right? Yeah, it's not well, so much like she 20. died; it's she more like actually was sick. She got much t- yeah, blah, 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 tuberculosis. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> tuberculosis. Mm. But like, I'm glad he got there too late, because like God knows what he would have done if he picked you can't her, bring her up. And old people her. on no. He's never done that. No, because no, he likes them young yeah. and pretty. <laughs> Crazy. If he got back and she was old, he'd be like, mm. be like, oh, you've already lived your life. I'll leave you here. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. There's lots of running. I don't I know if you can handle I have rose back on my <laughs> ship. Mm. This is still 19. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> is she? Um, 19, 20. Who knows? Time travel. Yeah. Know. How long has she actually been hanging out with she looks.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? We talk about Amy and Rory and how long they stay on. Yeah. Could be a few
1: years. I mean, she doesn't look significantly older, so she's still early 20s. Yeah. But I
0: imagine that she's with him longer than, like, the...
1: Than, like, the the two years of the show.
0: I think, like, four.
1: Yeah. feeling four. I'm just making
0: that up. Okay. Okay.
1: Points of note, there's really nothing. No. No Torchwood references. No references or notes or anything. You do not need to remember this episode. No. Um, you can, because it's pretty. Okay, science factor fiction is uh, more like historical factor fiction. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> um, So because this whole Madame de Pompadour thing like bothered me so much, really? I, <laughs> I took it upon myself to do a little research and just kind of understand the timeline and like kind of try to figure out who this so-called historical figure is because she's done absolutely nothing. Um, so I went on Wikipedia, and I got this information. So here's a bit of her timeline, so you can kind of understand who she is, and what went on. she was born in 1721, her name was Jean-Antoinette Poisson. She got the nickname Renette, which means Little Queen, when she was nine after her mother took her to a fortune teller who told her she would one day reign over the heart of a king. Fortune. That is so cool. The fortune teller, like,
0: deserved the money.
1: Yeah. She yeah. was the real deal. Yeah. Um, Although, Fish Lady would have been my nickname for her. <laughs> Poisson. Mm-hmm. Poisson. Uh, okay, so Renette. Uh when she's nineteen in seventeen forty, she was she got married. Uh she did eventually have two children. Uh one of them died in infancy, which is it happens. It happens back then. Um <laughs> so we're so basically actual, what I ga- <laughs> what I gather about her life is that she was from a rich family and she was basically like a rich society girl. So like all rich girls, she would have had tutors when she was young. All the arts, painting, singing, acting, instruments, uh, languages, all that kind of stuff. You know, just things that they teach girls so they can be interesting wives for their husbands when they grow up. Um, And she was also really into, like, philosopher guys, like Voltaire, and she went to salons and stuff like that. That might have been actually after she was his mistress, whatever. Um, So basically she was just, like, a rich girl... That's why I get so mad when he's like painter, artist, blah blah blah, and I'm like, every fucking rich girl would have had that's that at like the that's time. That's what they learned. That's what they learned, because yeah, You didn't have to learn like job skills. They were rich. They just learned things didn't to have make to them learn math and science. interesting <laughs> ladies. All right, so then um, in 1745, when she was 24, she met King Louis the Fifteenth at a party. Because like I said, she was rich, she's part of the society, she gets to party with kings. Um, no big deal. Yeah. But he took a liking to her, so she was to become his next mistress, um, which I guess meant she had to separate from her husband. Um, and to be his mistress she had to be part of the court. So he purchased her a title the Marquise de Pompadour, which is like a place area. So he had to like give her an official title so she could be part of the court and live in Versailles and be his mistress. Um and while she was his mistress, she also got places like for her family in the court. Um it's all like very like politics, rich people helping out rich people. Mm. Um the only kind of significant thing or like thing that makes her stand out among his other mistresses was I guess she was one that was um, called careful not to alienate the queen. Um, so mistresses were just part of the way things were with kings because mm-hmm. they just royalty and like rich people just got married to like combine families and fortunes and countries.
0: It was political,
1: yeah. So it was just part of the way it was. Like I said, it was common, you know, She's he was smart enough to get along with her, yeah. And like the way it worked, you got her like a place in the court, and she it was like an official kind of position to be the mistress of the king, yeah. And, like, the queen knew about it. There was no, it wasn't a secret thing. So, I guess she was one of the rare ones who actually, like, got along with the queen as well. And it was all happy days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the king and Renette ceased being lovers in 1750. So, just, like, five years of being a mistress when she was 29. Uh, and then they did stay friends and close. And I guess she was still part of the court. And she was around. And the queen, I guess, they were all still happy but they weren't lovers Uh, (laughs) and then she died of tuberculosis in 1764 age 42 which we see at the end of the episode Mm. so that was the life of Renette Poisson (laughs) (laughs) see we even get a history lesson
0: with our podcast
1: Um, and I just want to add if like me your only reference to that kind of 1700s time is Marie Antoinette the movie specifically <laughs> the movie because I, like I said I'm not really into historical figures um, the king that we're talking about King Louis XV uh, in Sofia Coppola's Marie Antoinette movie he was the king at the beginning of the movie the grandfather Rip Torn um, that was him uh, and his mistress was Madame du Barry um, who was his mistress after Renette Pompadour whatever you want to call her um, and just for a time reference, Marie Antoinette and Louis Sixteenth, his grandson, were married in 1770, which was just six years after she died, but, like, 20 years after they stopped being lovers. So, maybe he had Madame du Barry for a long time? I don't know. Um, anyway, so that's just, that was my kind of reference. I didn't know anything about that time period, so I was trying to, like, work out the family tree, kind of. I know about, like, the French Revolution and stuff, so, mm-hmm. and that's
0: all... Marie Antoinette. Yeah. Marie Antoinette. Mm. so I, mm. I did a lot history. of that with, um, history university.
1: Yeah, so that's your history lesson for the day. Uh, the point of mm. all that was <laughs> that, uh, she was not fucking special. Why is she a historical famous <laughs> person? <laughs> the point of that is, we understand even less
0: of why he cares about her yeah. so much. Like, when you I watched have, this... Uh, and ro- I just... Honestly, I'm okay if he likes her. He doesn't even mention Rose, and I will never mm. forgive him for that in this episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cut you real deep. <laughs> you really yeah. did. Yeah. I felt betrayed. Yeah. Like, like, like how actually, is Rose not mad at him for, like, the rest of their time together? I like, what yeah. the fuck did you just
0: pull? Maybe. And she's so sad, and, like, when it zooms in after, he jumps through, and it's all bricked up, and you just see her, and, like, the tears start falling, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! And Mickey's like, oh, how is he gonna get back, Rose? How's he gonna get back? And she's like, I in utterly, utterly heartbroken, just like, standing there, like, like the love
1: of her life just died. Except yeah. he chose to leave. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh my god. Oh my god. We're still not over <laughs> this. I'm so We're sad. not over this. Okay. <laughs> um, confidential.
1: confidential? Uh, fun fact: Sophia Miles, who plays Pompadour. I keep wanting to call her (laughs) pompous. Madame de Pompous was uh, David Tennant's girlfriend at the time. Fun fact: Mm -hmm. Yes, they got to kiss. Um, And the Confidential episode was about script to screen, so they talked about what a tone meeting is when they decide the look and feel, Mm -hmm. uh, the practicalities of figuring out how it will be shot, costume, special effects. They do a table read, which if you don't know, everyone sits around and just reads reads through the episode, like does their parts.
0: So the first time you hear the script read aloud, usually.
1: Yeah. Um, And then a little bit about how the horse couldn't be in the ballroom where they were shooting because it would, like, ruin the old floors. So that was all... I mean, you can tell. Yeah. He's not really in there with the horse. It's not that great. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I like learning that stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Okay. visually it was very entertaining yeah mm-hmm. the whole robot thingies. yeah good stuff
0: i don't know how and, to, sorry and drunk drunk doctor who was drunk doctor oh yeah um i don't know how to answer this question i've changed this grade <laughs> like four or five times since i first wrote it I was like, A- minus because, like, it's a good episode. Yeah. But, no, Wait I'm too upset to, so, like, C. But then, like, it's a good episode. It's, so, like, B+. And, like, I don't know. I, I love the episode and the structure and the concept and, like, and the windows and, like, yeah. the robots are fucking awesome. Yeah. And the horse. I love all that. I hate the Doctor's reaction emotionally. Yeah. And his character is not right. And no. so, I guess, B?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could yeah have the an good a. and the bad balance it out. It just stays in the middle Yeah. Of yeah, I
0: don't, I don't know. B plus, maybe. But I then think, I'm,
1: I'm too upset. B. Sorry, <laughs> I still can't do I that. think at first I gave it, like, an A minus because I was, like, influenced by the fact that this is, like, one of the highest rated. It's a favorite. Everyone talks about it as one of the great Moffat mm-hmm. episodes. It is kind and it of is a, a good episode. Really good episode. In so many ways, except I can't get over, like, part of writing a good episode is writing these characters correctly, mm. and I don't think he wrote the Doctor as well, the Doctor. And it it's weird
0: now to, like, look back, and especially Moffat writes so, like, long form in terms of, like, arcs yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. in Doctor Who, and, like, so it really confuses me more. I
1: I wonder if just Moffat really had a thing for Pompadour. That must have been it, cause like, how else what would they choose this random person? If you're going to pick someone from that time, Marie Antoinette is much more famous for mm-hmm. people to know. Well, I That's why I was like, bitch. yeah, I just... Big hair? I guess I'll give it, like, a B plus, A minus, because it is a good episode. I'm too upset to go A. On its own, you could say it's a good episode, but altogether, I'm like, you did not write the doctor mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah,
0: I feel the same I way. Know. I just, just, I can't torn. go A because I'm... When I talk about it, I get too upset to, to go
1: into the A. Yeah, I don't know. B plus. I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn. That's what I wrote. Okay. I'm torn. So You're I guess so it, balance, right. it balances out <laughs> <in> the <middle. laughs> That's such oh a weird name, right? Okay. Okay. Uh. Okay, now that we've ranted about that episode, which is a good episode but we have problems with, now we're going to talk about an episode which... We, oh we just see. have problems I with despise this episode. <laughs> <sighs> okay.
0: Okay. Let's go there.
1: Season 2, Episode 7, The Idiot's Lantern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May 27th, 2006, written by Mark Gattis, who we know because he's written, like, seven episodes. Including some good ones. Including some good ones. Vic- Not this one. Victory of the Daleks, which is when the dogs come back and they're all colorful. <laughs> didn't he write,
0: um, one that we've already... Didn't he write, like, an... Unquiet...
1: Dead, yeah, Quiet with Undead. The Gwen. Yes. And the Gelf. The Gelf. There's a TH. th. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he's a regular Doctor Who writer. Yeah. This is not his best. <laughs> I think nobody's best. <sighs> okay. In 1950s London, mm-hmm. the police are hunting down strange, mute creatures. The police of Britain gather around their newfangled... <sighs> television mm. sets to celebrate the new queen's coronation. But is something affecting the signal?
0: Yes. <sighs> okay. Let's just get off. They're not just mute creatures. Yeah. They're people without faces. Yeah. There's a difference. I think and maybe they just don't want to give everything. Members. Mute creatures is the silence.
1: <laughs> Imagine if one of us just got a blank face and we had to give you away. <sighs> we had to? So Okay. Uh, I... We just like this episode. I hate this episode. I just... I, I
0: told not good. the girls last, last time we recorded, mm-hmm. I was like, great, we have to do that episode.
1: So just fair warning. <laughs> I love Doctor Who. I hate this episode. It's not good. It's no. not good. It's not a personal thing like the last one. It's just not good. It's not interesting. If you ever need to skip an episode... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch the beginning when they're being super cute and dressing up. Yeah, the watch Vespa. them in the Tardis. Tortoise. Tardis. Tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> <Watch. laughs>
0: Which is the Tardis's skin um, Tardis color?
1: Retarded <laughs> cousin. <laughs> uh, okay. Too much. Watch Rob them cover. be super
0: cute in the Tardis.
1: <laughs> or even when they
0: like go to and when the they house. Come out, yeah, And they're like on their scooter and they look adorable. And they go to the house
1: and like yell at the asshole.
0: Yeah, that's my favorite part is when the doctor is like, get off your ass. Why does your wife have to do all this shit? Mm-hmm. That's the only part of the episode like.
1: Yeah. Um. So. I, I this don't isn't going to take very really long. I don't long. even I know where to okay. start. The father is the worst Such human being a dick ever. Yeah. He's horrible. He's awful. Um, he wants okay. to beat the mama's boy out of his son. He's
0: like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's another extreme with the whole TV around your brain.
1: Yeah. They didn't
0: even have a TV and his brain was already run.
1: Yeah. I meant run. That in the person.
0: Sucking the face. Mm, yeah.
1: He's just a horrible, horrible person. Horrible. It <laughs> starts at
0: the very first time you see him, he's not that bad. Because the kid's like, let's get a TV, Dad, and he's like, oh, maybe we'll get a TV for the coronation, and I'm like, yeah. okay, what a happy family. Yeah.
1: That's the only no, no. That's the worst um, villain is stupid. Ugh. It's second, like worst. a woman on the TV, like that's the normal the thing, wire. and then it's like an alien taking over i didn't understand it's like like an electrical alien yeah that's I don't even they don't even explain it they don't explain it well enough for me to even like that's part of the reason why it sucks i'm just like what is this I it's know. not even like alien it's just them taking transmitting. like transmitting a normal thing and trying to make it like weird and creepy you know and, and, and it's, it's not doesn't even succeed in that ruled. it's just it's annoying. i think she's just annoying i agree Her voice and the hungry. It reminds me so much. Every time she
0: does it, it's Little Shop of Horrors to me. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Feed me, Seymour. (laughs) Tish, you have to
0: watch that movie. Plant? They eat. No. Plant that eats people? The flower
1: opens. I've heard of (laughs) it, but I'm like looking at you like. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Little Shop. Little Shop. We used to have
0: it on VHS. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'll look into that. It was black and white. Okay. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. That's what S- reminder. reminded me out, though. It's scary. Okay.
0: Um, it is. It was scary when you're six, which yeah. is like when we watched it. And you might not be terrified. It did. Okay, so.
1: <laughs> Blank faces are kind of creepy. They're and boring. It, yeah, I think that concept could have been cool if they had had a better... Makeup job? Mm. CGI? No, 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 yeah, it was bad, like, CGI. Well, just because it looked like someone in Photoshop used the blur yeah, tool yeah. on their face, and not, like, it didn't look physically, like... They could have covered their face in something. Yeah. Can I talk Ju- about it? Juliana <laughs> Juliana's perked up. Okay, she <laughs> needs to talk about
0: something. So, in this episode... <laughs> The doctor is like, oh, all these faceless people. And then he finds out that Rose is faceless, and he's like, I'll go to the fucking ends of the earth to save Rose. Yeah. Episode four, he could fucking (laughs) us about her. It just goes back to not being sensical. Uh, He's gotta make a... Roller poster! And Rose, like, is like... Okay. (laughs) Rose seems, like, pretty cool about the fact that they just left Mickey behind in this alternate dimension.
1: Yeah, this has happened after mm-hmm. Mickey the rise has of the left, has stayed in the parallel um, universe. He's gone. Forever. I get it.
0: I get that she knows that he's happy with his grandmother and all that stuff. And, that's, and working for Torchwood yeah. being an awesome. Yeah, and no. that's great. And I'm cool with that. But, like, she just doesn't even seem to care. And I guess, like, we don't know how far, but they usually, like, bring some of that over to the next yeah. episode. And, like...
1: That's why no. really it's so easy to just plop this in, mix these episodes around. No, because you don't even know that. You yeah. wouldn't know if you, no just connection were, if you didn't watch any. those.
0: You'd be like, where'd Mickey go? Is he just, like, sleeping in the darkness?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so or the tortoise. <laughs> <Either laughs> That's but, the parallel universe type. Yeah. The tortoise. <laughs> anyway, time or relative It just goes, dimension. It just goes on, and, <laughs> like,
0: that's just the reaction to Rose being in danger that I feel like he does and normally and should have. And he, that's why yeah. it just goes on to prove my point in the previous
1: episode that further. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, clearly it upsets me. <laughs> I didn't like that Rose was, like, left out of, like, half the episode because she got faced.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, well, anytime they do that to either the doctor or the companion, it's not good. She no. had the
1: cutest outfit this episode. I know. He was cute. The beginning was so cute. And well, he had like, his hair yeah, laced back. With Jim Would they call that kind of like a pompadour? Yeah. Is <laughs> it? Right? Yeah. That poof at the end, that's that that called, the called the a pompadour. called a pompadour. I thought the whole thing was just like the Elvis, like super fucking greasy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's oh. a 50s style, but then.
0: um. Rose is super smart in this episode, though. She's the one that's Mm -hmm. like, oh, the TV, and, like, is tracking it down, and, like, looks in the bag and magpie, and, like, goes to magpies. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I'm just, it goes... She
1: watched a lot of TV before, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair.
0: I'm just saying, like, she catches on to what's happening before the doctor does.
1: To be honest, I, when I rewatched this a couple days ago for this, I was, like, doing other things while it was on, because I didn't, like, I was just... I... I know the gist of it enough to talk about it, and I just... I stopped 20 minutes in, went to
0: pick up the car that was just repaired at the shop, came back, didn't care, was like, oh. I, like, forced myself to watch it. That's how it feels with this episode.
1: Yeah. It's, like, it's tedious, because nothing interesting happens. Worst episode mm-hmm. of the David Tennant era. It's probably the worst episode yet Yeah I yes. can think of. Like, I... The grade, like, I've never given... I because would agree. There's
0: other there's other episodes that like I may not like, but I there it has more redeeming quality. Like this
1: has not like okay. Rose looks cute. Like that's it. Yep. Yeah. Again, it's just like the Doctor and Rose being cute, and then the, the actual is episode terrible. is just licks, the
0: TV. It's, just understand. lame. He just licks the bacon light again. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, yeah. I'm 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 done, I'm over this. It. I'm done with this. The only villain I've hated more is, um...
1: The mighty Jagrafess of the (laughs) Raxacodrafo. That one. Yeah. The The blob. Evil character. The blob. That was pretty lame. Alright. Points of note. Torchwood reference. I did not notice this. I got this off IMDb. Uh, It says, although you can barely hear it, uh, Detective Inspector Bishop says to his colleague that Torchwood will be all over us. Okay, I read your note here before I watched
0: this episode. Mm-hmm. Did you hear it? I did not hear it, so,
1: so I don't know. I so subtle be fair, you can't even because hear. I wasn't
0: watching it like yeah. intensely. Maybe yeah. like, I missed it, but yeah, didn't care. Just
1: enough. another little Torchwood is little the torchwood one. Reference. Like the police know that they don't know what Torchwood is, but they know that Torchwood investigates weird things like this. Okay, science, fact or fiction? I I don't care. No. There's nothing there I can't, is, there's no basis. There's for not, this, not enough given to us about this alien thing to like think I about where it comes from. What it is like just an electrical charge and then he traps and it like, on okay. a tape
0: okay and then my issue the is like
1: tape yeah. how
0: can the electrical charge like it jumps from the television because i'm like once it's in like the bakelite thing can't he just like drop it and smash that yeah. and then i understand that the charge jumps so i'm like okay so what if you were out in the middle of a field where there wasn't anything electrical <laughs> nearby couldn't you just like smash <laughs> it and be done with this thing like how it, it can the electrical charge can what just jump through fucking space and time it can jump
1: but then he can trap it on a tape I don't understand.
0: And then tape uh, over it. Nonsensical. Yeah, I don't.
1: Another reason this episode just sucks. Like you can't even make sense of the science that it's trying to present. Uh, and in the confidential episode, uh, they're mostly talking to the writer Mark Gaddis. I always forget how to pronounce him. Um, Mark. Mark G. <laughs> Marky G. <laughs> What's going um, on? It's just about him, like, writing an episode. This is only, I think, his second episode that he's written. Um, and he's a big Who fan. Yeah, and a really big Who fan. Apparently a big fan of Alexander Palace, which is the place where they... On the hill. They kind of, they shot part of it, or they tried to recreate, because it was, um, like, the original BBC Studios yeah. place. and it's the thing that they mention when he's
0: like, oh, that's why
1: we're here, and he, like, points to it. Yeah, he's like we're going. That was that's where the big climax takes place yeah, on the tower at Alexander at, Palace, yeah. um, which is like now a museum for television broadcasting. It's just like a kind of historical. Again, it seems like a thing that he just liked it, so he wrote a story based around it, which is stupid. Yeah, uh, and they also just talked about like how they shot that tower scene, how they were like outside with just like a piece of the tower, and then like green screen on the ground, so they could put it all together and make it look like a really tall tower, which is pretty cool. Uh, wrap this up. Grades C minus, C. Never, never wish I saw it. I
0: <laughs> D plus C minus. Oh, oh T- T- yeah. D. I might, I might. This is probably S- the only episode F- I'll ever do it, but I might go as low as a D plus. Yeah, oh, I S- really have a strong distaste. For it's this
1: genuinely episode. like. I don't like anything you, you about it. You could completely skip this, because it's not connected in any way,
0: and, and it's just had, not fun. not you fun.
1: have to skip an episode, skip this one. And, yeah. like,
0: that kills me, because we all know. We love I love David hear. Tennant.
1: Yeah. I love David Tennant and Billy Piper. Watch the first, like, ten minutes or whatever, and, and then, then... just then, skip it. Yeah. Right to episode ahead. eight. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's... It's just bad. It's just... Okay, so, uh, we just watched, talked about one of the highest rated, which we still have problems with, <laughs> and generally, Two of us people did. agree that this does Idiot's Lantern. People do is, not like, yeah, this it's is like not a... not good. No. We're not alone in this. this no, not we're not good. crazy on this one.
0: <laughs> Everyone generally has the same it's consensus. It's a little blip on the... That's okay. You know what? Every show has episodes that just aren't
1: up to Skippable. Tar. Yeah. Happens.
0: But yep. next week we're gonna talk about some good episodes on season two,
1: episode five, and episode six, which is the Cyberman double episode.
0: Okay. Um so we do have a question which we will answer in um episode eleven of the podcast. Uh This question is, which filmmaker's trademark style would you want to see as an episode of Doctor Who? So, if it was just like a one-off, didn't have to look like or connect to any other Doctor Mm -hmm. Who episodes, and you wanted to see it in like a style like Tarantino or Tim Burton or Sofia Coppola, somebody who has like a real look about their work, Mm -hmm. what would you want to see?
1: Hmm. A good question. This is a good question. I'm, I just,
0: <laughs> I'm kind of interested to like, see we this just now. came up with it, and yeah. I'm really <laughs> well, like, happy that we did. We're pretty proud So it. It worked, work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it really was.
1: It's was a good idea. I'm excited to like think about this and then be really upset that it'll never happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can uh, send us your answers to that question. Um, you can email us, Doctors Companions Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also check out my blog link in the description of this episode. We'll put all the links to the news and stuff that we talked about, so you can check everything out and see what's up. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye! Come on, let's go.